Hey everybody, welcome to the RPG Academy podcast. Today is a very special show and tell episode. I am your favorite co-host, the Caleb G, and sitting in the virtual interview loft with me is Alex from Battle Bards. How you doing, Alex? I am doing awesome, and the decoration you have in this loft, Caleb, is outstanding. Great job. Thank you very much. I pride myself on the visual decorations for this audio podcast. It, it's it's superb. And you know what? I guess since I have a face for radio, uh, everything's just kind of <laughs> sinking in tonight. This is terrific. Thanks. Hey, that's, that's why we sit here in our basements and back rooms with microphones talking into the internet. We don't have to wear pants. No one has to look at us. We're good to go. Funny you say that. I'm in PJs right now, so that's that's outstanding. <laughs> at the RPG Academy, we strive for comfort above all else. Uh, well, Alex, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight. Uh, we are here to talk about Battle Bards. We've uh, had such a lucky relationship with you guys since the very beginning. I love everything you guys do. Uh, but tonight we are talking about a very special event happening in just a few days from our time of recording. So, Alex, I'm going to turn this over to you. Tell us what the hell is happening. Uh, that lucky uh, day, the very important day you'd be referring to, is our freaking launch day, which has been really long in coming. But uh, we're finally here. Super, super excited. February 1st is when we've locked it down. Um, and yeah, uh, for those of you who are kind of wondering what these delays were all about, um, it's really those audio tools, the soundboard and the mixer, the actual tools needed to bring this audio to the hands of a GM in a practical way. You know, it, it just, it needed a little bit more polish, uh, and there's a long way to go. Uh, just so you guys know, this will be a beta and I would like to, I would like to really stress the beta in beta. Um, there's obviously going to be some things to iron out. There's some features that we would so like to implement, which are all in the pipeline. Uh, but we are confident that what we will be releasing on the first will be enough to get you not only some of the best audio for tabletop gaming ever recorded, but the tools to actually use them in a gaming setting. Wonderful. And I, I just think it should be stressed that while we've all been anxiously awaiting this release, you guys have decided to look to quality and not just churning it out when it's not ready. So your priority is getting the best tools and the best audio so that as GMs, we have the best tools to use. And I absolutely appreciate that as a consumer, as a user of your product. So thank you for taking the time to really focus on doing something you guys love. We appreciate that. Oh, uh, that's great to hear. You're most, most welcome. Yeah. Um, we, we take our job maybe a little bit too seriously. Um, as audio director, um, I'm constantly coming through these tracks, uh, and we have, I think right now more than a thousand, um, and it's in fact, uh, just 15 minutes before recording this, I sent an artist an email, uh, that I heard two little, almost microscopic pops in the track, uh, that I would like him to address and resend for relisting. Um, so no, yeah, we, um, we're pretty hardcore. Um, and I think the reason for that is, is a couple things is I I've been using audio in my games for 15 years. So I'm really, really picky with what goes into my games. And the fact is there's a lot out there. 
Um, but it's usually just repurposed audio. It's the OST from Gladiator. It's a clip from YouTube that I found that I really like to use. Um, but it, it's kind of scattered. And what I wanted to do and what the rest of the team at BattleBards wanted to do is we wanted to create a destination where we could tell you know gamers coming in, look, we're seasoned GMs. We know gaming. This is our passion. This is our life. And we have gone ahead and done, done the vetting for these tracks. Um, so th what you're getting here is not just primo, but it's very gaming specific. So sit back and enjoy. Um, you won't have to kind of comb through some of the, well, I don't want to say trash, but you know, you, you don't have to comb for the stuff that's not appropriate. This is all really, really great stuff to use in a gaming setting. Um, and that's what I hope we did. Um, every track, uh, I would say goes from 50 to hundred man hours of work. Um, and every single track is broken down, analyzed, discussed, uh, as far as what gaming insight is provided, um, for similar tracks in an album, we try to make sure that each one has a very specific focus. So yeah, man, uh, again, thank you. Uh, we take that job really seriously here. Well, that definitely shows Alex as someone who has listened to a mere fraction of the work that you guys are producing, I am absolutely blown away by the quality and the variety. Uh, I am not a an audio guy. I'm only just learning how to edit and how post-production works. I, I have barely dipped my toe into the uh, world of sound effects and musics uh, that are out there. And anytime I've done a Google search, or poked around in uh, anything that is not Battle Bards, all I've wanted to do is come back to Battle Bards. <laughs> That's probably the best endorsement I have <laughs> ever heard. Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. I I'm I'm the kind of guy that I like learning how to do new things and, and experimenting with new things, but as soon as it becomes frustrating or not, what I need it to be, I kind of revert to that old man Luddite mode, and I start shaking my fists and telling kids to get off my lawn and talking about the good old days of whatever is giving me trouble. And when I go over to the Battle Bard stuff, it's it's so easy to use. the, I mean, just the quality of the sound that I'm pulling into whatever software I'm using, whatever I'm editing, I don't have to shuffle through 13 different versions of sword hitting armor to find the one that works i know that when i click on that mp3 file that i have through battle bards it's going to be perfect quality yeah and you know and and that perspective has really permeated every aspect of battle bards from how we design the tools to how we make the audio to how people will search through our store and you know i'm I'm glad you brought up uh the quality i mean that really is a centerpiece of battle bards that's what we're really all about um, but what I was at first worried about is people might see a thousand tracks and think, oh, this is just like, um, like a gaming iTunes listing where everyone's just kind of putting stuff up. Folks, um, if my gray hairs that are coming out is any testament, if the fact that I've missed gaming for quite a few months is any testament, is that could not be further from the truth. Um, in fact, every single track that you're going to hear had to be auditioned for, had to be earned. We don't give away spots uh, at all. We, we don't give them out lightly. Um, artists really need to earn a spot in this library. And that's just how important. That's how critical 
quality is to us. Um, and that's why uh, I was hoping that the volume wasn't going to throw people off. Um, no, uh, we we really want to have every single track on there be just as good as the last one you heard. Um, as far as uh, navigating through the store, we have several different filters. In fact, I just went through a tech test with the team. Uh, I think we could get even more precise. We can become even more intuitive. It's already quite good. I think we could go a little further. But yeah, uh, we believe in the KISS principle. Uh, and we are doing everything we can to hold to that through and through. Well, as the the old man who doesn't know how to use computers, thank you. I appreciate that. And I think that even the computer experts out there who are so much better at my job than I am, they're going to love it even more because it's just going to make their lives that much easier. Yeah, when 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 we talk to to folks that are like, you know what, I audio tools and game, eh, I don't know, it sounds pretty complicated. And my response is, if you can click and drag, you could do absolutely everything. You can create the most complicated layers soundscape with forests in the background and beating rain in the foreground with the fireball exploding out of nowhere. You could do anything if you have the capability or the wherewithal of clicking and dragging. So let's take that as a great transition point. Uh, BattleBards, at its core, is a library of audio. We've talked about that. We can't even begin to go into all the stuff that BattleBards gives us, mostly because there's just too much of it, but also because some of it is secret right now. Some of it's still being worked mm -hmm. on. But BattleBards is more than that. There, you guys give an entire suite of tools on top of this raw audio. So Alex, why don't we talk a little bit about the other features, the other tools that are out there and what is going to be uh, available on launch day? Yep, you got it, man. Uh, so the soundboard. Soundboard is your command and control. That is where you're going to have all the audio that you need for your session ready to go, whether you're a player and you've got some signature spells or combat sounds, or you're the GM who's got whole scenes scored. The soundboard is what you're going to have up and running at uh, the gaming table. So um, it's created by uh, using a modular system and it's organized any darn way you choose. So, for example, you could set up playlists that uh, encompass all of music or just dwarven music or elven music. You could have playlists of different albums of sound effects or you could set up playlists that instead of uh, having a categorical schema, you could just say, look, this is my playlist for session 35 uh, or for this module. It's any way you choose. Uh, tracks can appear on multiple playlists. Obviously, you could have uh, two playlists up at the same time. We're working on other features to cram as much audio in the screen as possible. But essentially, that is the way of making sure that you have what you need at your fingertips ready to go. The site's very responsive. We uh, have spent a good deal of time on streamlining the site to make sure that tracks come up very quickly. Um, you could layer tracks. You could have one play on top of the other, so you don't have to about you don't have to worry about closing one media player or another. You could literally just have a sound a nice forest soundscape run, and uh, when you're going to introduce the BBG or a mod monster, you can just go ahead and click that other uh, monster track and have that play on top of it with a different audio level, a uh, different volume level um, on top of the soundscape. It's it's basically it brings all that audio in such an easy to use manner that weirdly enough, hasn't existed before, which is just weird. Um, and it, it's it's really something that actually makes use of premium audio at the table practical. Now, then there's the mixer. 
the mixer allows you to take these thousand tracks and make, I don't know, a billion tracks. Uh, you could do anything you want. Um, you could uh, crop, you could mix, you could layer uh, uh, all these other, you know, soundscapes with sound effects and a monster scape with a music in the background, whatever it happens to be on this mixer and create your own files. So let's say you want a soundscape to run, uh, you know, using different uh, artists, you know, using different forest soundscapes, you could go ahead and attach those two and have one that runs for 20 minutes. And uh, you can then introduce perhaps a stroke of thunder that occurs at 30 seconds and a minute. I mean, it's whatever you want. So the, the point of the mixer is to just blow people's minds with not just looking at the audio you could purchase, but looking at what you can do with the audio that you purchase. That fireball spell doesn't have to just be fireball. If you crop it right when the spell materializes and detonates, it could be a siege engine. It could be, you know, uh, uh, flinging uh, flame pots at a siege, uh, at a town wall. Um, the lightning bolt spell, again, removing the windup could just be the stroke of thunder. There is just a universe of possibilities once you start introducing the mixer of what you can do. Um, and I mean, not likely something that you're going to use the mixing, uh, the mixer at the gaming table. Uh, we are pretty strong believers in absolutely nothing should ever take away or distract from the gaming experience. In fact, that's the whole reason for the soundboard. Um, so, uh, the mixer is something that a GM will probably do ahead of time, or if you just kind of have some idle time and you want to mix together some custom stuff for your game, you can, um, so yeah, I just talked for a really long time. Uh, sorry about that, but um, yeah, no. Um, it, the point of the mixer is to get extra mileage uh, from your stuff. Eventually, we're going to be having features where uh, you can not only bring in your own audio library, the stuff that you happen to own, but mix with your own library. Think about that for a second. So say you're running a track from Lord of the Rings and you want to mix in some sound effects or a soundscape behind it uh that's gonna be able to be done in a couple seconds um there's we're we're really kind of shooting for the end all be all uh gaming audio tool here and i think we are on our way to that it absolutely sounds like it and i love hearing how excited you get about all this alex <laughs> it is so cool to hear someone who has basically drunk their own kool-aid Oh, oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. That, after working for the, on this for two years, I am as drunk on that Kool Aid as one can be. <laughs> well, again, I love hearing your your passion for this project. Uh, working with you and everybody over Battle Bards over uh, the years here, it's so cool to see how everything has evolved, how far you guys have come, and it's great to hear that you guys are still excited about everything you are doing. You haven't hit that point of, okay, it's done. Let's churn it out. Let's get people in the door. No, you are still crazy passionate about the new stuff, how to use it. That's what's cool. That's what I love here. So to sum up everything that Alex has just explained here, you've got the audio library, all the amazingly put together, beautifully created, beautifully prepared tracks, sound effects, everything. 
You've got the mixer board, which lets you basically break everything down into Lego components to mix up, rearrange, do whatever you want with to really customize it for your own usage. And then you've got the soundboard that you can drop all that into. So it's literally just click and play as you are running your game at your table. Dang, Caleb, uh, do you want to do you want to do our videos for us, our tutorials? Because that was really well done. My job at the RPG Academy is to summarize Michael, and if you don't stop Michael, he never stops talking. So, thank you very much. My skill has been well honed over the years of recording. Let's take a quick break here. Let's talk about what battle bards is going to cost people mm -hmm. because everyone is excited if if people are not pumped at this point stop rewind back to the beginning <laughs> and listen again until you are bouncing off the walls waiting for this thing to hit on february 1st so this is going to cost some money this this isn't free you guys have put a hell of a lot of work into this. You've got a hell of a lot of talented people in your employment. So this is something that, yes, it costs money. It deserves your money to be spent on it. I know you guys did a successful Kickstarter a while back. So uh, let's talk about what it's going to cost now, basically how everything shakes out on February 1st. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Um so yeah, uh, first, yeah, case in point, we uh, we do contract with some pretty stellar talent. Um, again, so uh, we're, we don't just go out to artists out there and say, oh, give me a Dwarven religious track. Okay, upload whatever you like. Um, to give you guys an idea of just the type of talent that we work with, um, I think I've mentioned this before, uh, you know, uh, one of our voiceover talents is Joe J. Thomas, uh, and he is the voice for the Skeleton King, a little game known as Diablo 3. Um, you know, we have composers, producers, and um, uh, people who can uh, create pieces for uh, major commercial ventures, you know, Disneyland, the Disneys of the world, and, and so on. So, um, yeah, no, we, we have to make sure that we keep this super primo talent very, very happy. And I think that's one of the things that really makes BattleBards extremely unique, not just in the tools that we create, because again, for so long, we've seen this, this hole, this gap in... Uh, the integration of audio and gaming through and thus the creation of the tools, but also, you know, what if we brought top talent to gaming? Is there a market for it? Would people um, kind of maybe want to start moving away from kind of garage band or, uh, you know, kind of pieces composed kind of on the fly to uh, people who actually get paid for a living to produce professional pieces? Our bet is yes. Um, so to keep these guys happy, we have to do what we can to offer them a fair rate. Uh, so not getting into like, you know, the contract negotiations, I think, I hope that uh, people are really going to find just how affordable this is. And to all you artists out there, um, we have a legion of talent. Um, I think we're cresting maybe 100 artists that we actively work with. Uh, anybody listening, um, talent, thank you. I know you put up a lot with me and I know you're putting up a lot uh, in making your work available for what it is. Um, because it is so stellar. Uh, okay, so in order to give you guys some idea for cost, for music, um, it depends. If you're really looking to save some money, you're going to really want to buy tracks in albums or in packs. Uh, so for example, instead of just buying the individual, you know, this one specific Elven Dirge 
uh, score, you might want to consider the Elvin Dirge album or, or you know, so-and-so pack because you're going to get a discount on everything. So individually, you're looking at music anywhere from like $1.50 to $1.75 uh, with that being less if you buy it in a pack. Sound effects can range from something like from a quarter to 75 cents or something around that. You think I'd know that because I worked on the pricing schedule, but uh, it's been a long day. Um, so voiceover is kind of the same principle. You're looking at, uh, you know, a, a couple dozen cents or so to maybe upwards to 80 cents. And all of this really depends on length, um, which is uh, kind of the the criteria that we use to stagger some of the pricing. So pretty darn affordable, especially when you buy packs. I think you're going to find if you were to drop something like 20 bucks, um, you're going to get a lot of run for your money, especially if you go ahead and just get, get these bundles. Cool. So even though a little while ago you said this is not just the iTunes of sound effects, the principles are kind of there when it comes to pricing. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, we a user can scroll through your library and say, oh, here's one track I love. I will buy this track. Or a user can say, wow, look at all these tracks that go together, that Battle Bars have collected into an album. I'm just going to buy the album that's discounted and everything is going to go together at that point. You're right. Yeah. You know what? That That's a really good point. Um, in, in that regard, yes, we are like iTunes where there is this huge buffet, this huge menu of audio choices, uh, which you could either buy as an album with a discount or individually. Uh, you can preview each piece. We put our money where, we, where our mouth is. Obviously, you could go ahead and listen to something or a snippet of something before you buy. Um, and then you just make whatever choices for maybe you want the... Uh, Elvin Dirge album, and you only want these choice voiceovers, no problem, uh, or or vice versa. So yeah, um, we have a pretty extensive price list, but in all, it really uh, the, the differences of price within a category just is depending on length. Cool, very good. Now, what about the the soundboard and the mixer? How does that come into play? Yep. So the soundboard comes in for free kind of our way of thanking uh, everybody who comes in and uh, tries out our audio. So um, Ken has some of these details as far as when features are unlocked, but if I'm not mistaken, the soundboard just is unlocked um, as soon as you purchase anything. Um, not just as our thank you, but we feel again, the having great audio really is only half of the formula. If you don't have the tools to really use them in a game setting in a way that doesn't just become obtrusive, or just kind of um, kind of mucks up the flow of energy at the table, then we almost don't think audio is worth using. So we want to make sure those tools are out there. The mixer becomes unlocked, I think, when you purchase uh, like 20 bucks or so worth of audio. So you don't have to spend anything for the mixer per se. We just require um, that a certain amount is spent in our service, which, by the way, the money goes to the artists or, or a, a large part of that goes to the artist. Uh, and then you get to start playing around with the mixer. So that's kind of how we have various tiers of features being unlocked is through simply purchasing audio through our system. That's really cool. I, I think it is a, a very well thought out plan, specifically because you're not asking the the user to just buy your stuff and then figure out how to use it on their own. 
you are providing the tools that will facilitate the best use of your best quality product. Yeah, again, it's for us, it really is hand in hand. Now, don't get me wrong. If someone's just really tied to their media players or they have something custom, that's that's cool. When when you buy a track on BattleBards, not only does it unlock it for streaming, so you can put it on your soundboard, but you could download the MP3. So if you just kind of say, look, uh, your tools are, are just great, but I'm not interested. Just give me the audio. No problem. Get, get your audio and uh, have fun with it. Wonderful. Uh, personally, though, I know that I will be using your own uh, mixing board and soundboard. As we have said, I want to do this in the easiest way possible. So I trust you guys, and I'm going to use your stuff. Awesome. And on that note, Caleb, please let us know how we could refine it. Um, we uh, we take great pride in a lot of our internal testing. We bring in veteran GMs to give us their thoughts as to where do, where do the menus need to be? Uh, do we need to make the tracks accessible faster? How should we do it? So to to you and to the rest of the RPG Academy audience, please don't be shy in letting us know how we can improve. Everything and BattleBards is a work in process, um, not just the audio. We will always be coming out with new audio as long as we have the funding for it. So there, there should not ever be a time, hopefully, where we say, this is all the audio, that's it, we'll always be releasing more. But the same goes with the tools. The soundboard will always be in development. Uh, as we get more feedback, as um, the soundboard actually gets to grace the tables of gamers everywhere, we want to know. We say, hey, how come you dummies haven't put this feature or that? Um, let, us, let us know. We, we're, we're hungry for that feedback. Well, that is... Yet another cool thing to hear about your company, Alex, that you guys are actively willing to engage with your user audience. What else do you like to work with your audience on? What's the whole engagement thing kind of like with you guys? Oh my gosh. Yeah, that that really energizes me. Um, as we as we sort of touched on before, Caleb, I, I think I can speak. I will be daring and speak for you and, and perhaps Michael uh, and for everyone else at BattleBards that we did not get involved in tabletop RPG uh, universe to make millions and millions of dollars. Would that be maybe an accurate thing to say? I mean, that wild dream is out there, but it's out there. <laughs> it's not going to happen. We we do this because we love the hobby. Exactly. And and that's exactly why we're doing this. We we love the hobby. We we love um being folks that are involved in making people's game more immersive, making it fun. Um so uh, the w w my lead into that is um, I, I get really energized when I see someone on Twitter uh, or on my Facebook. Um, I, I make myself as open as I could possibly be saying, hey, um, you know, we've got a I got a campaign coming up where I have half the party uh, going to be Sahagin. Um, I do you think you're going to have a Sahagin monsterscape or um, how come you guys don't have a Outer Plains album? You know, stuff like that. I I love that. Uh, that just because uh, it, it shows that we're doing something that people love, that people love consuming this content. Um, so an extremely long answer to your question, Caleb. Um, what I really like is when people tell me what audio they want and um, how they want it. Cool. So it is not exactly an open door policy into the Battle Bars production studio, but you guys definitely pay attention to the people who are using your stuff. Yeah, so in that, that Kickstarter that you mentioned, uh, half of our albums all came directly from surveys. 
uh, where every now and then we, whenever we would hit a, um, a stretch goal, we would say, okay, uh, we've got from the gaming community, we've boiled things down into the following five choices. You guys vote and I, we would post the votes publicly and the winner would be what goes into the library. That's how open we are. And I anticipate having that same level of engagement going forward. That's really cool. I think that is something that listeners of this podcast and potential users of the BattleBards tools can take to heart, that you guys are always going to be focused on the user. You guys are focused on what people want and how to improve the already amazing product that you are delivering. And, and just for, for the listeners out there, um, feel free to even pitch some of the more exotic reasons. So like, like Caleb very astutely mentioned, I wish we could just give everyone free reigns uh, to tell us exactly, exactly what to produce. It's pretty close. Um, there are some considerations on like marketability, for example, like a zombie monsterscape is likely going to be marketable uh, just because... It's likely going to be used or needed by uh, a larger group of gamers, you know, skeletons and, and so on. But at the same time, I will say that some of the pieces that I enjoy the most are the exotic ones. So we'll do them. We have a fire elemental monsterscape. Um, we've got um, like Ocean Voyage uh, soundscape that's coming down the pipe, pipeline, uh, Pirate Tavern song. So we, we're happy to go exotic. So don't hold back. Don't think that, well... Uh, this is probably too specific, like Brass Dragon. They're probably never going to do that. No, pitch what you think you will use. And uh, we'll put that all, we'll aggregate that all together. That is so cool to hear. Now, we've been talking about this all night. You you keep bringing this up, but let's look to the future. Let, let's look to what is next for battle bards you you uh you keep dropping little hints about things alex you keep mentioning <laughs> things that are around the corner and in the works uh but let's talk kind of big picture so launch day is in a few days from when we're actually recording it will be right around the corner from when people actually listen to this i know it's going to be successful it's going to be crazy on your end but you guys are going to see an, an awesome day and year ahead of you here in 2016 uh what's what's on the big board what what's the plan for battle bars yeah great question man the big board um refining the soundboard uh we're really going to keep our ears to the community make sure that um we're being as responsive as we can i you know one of the advantages of a small company is that you don't have to wait a year to do stuff uh you can just as soon as we see the writing on the wall where something really is a glaring omission or a hole or something, we're we're gonna patch that up pretty quick. Um so really kind of focusing on the soundboard. I know that's kind of boring. Um just going through with the pipeline of audio, we might be launching with about six hundred tracks, I think, at launch day. Uh, but we're likely going to be growing that to a thousand uh, in the next sev several weeks or a month after. So uh, focus is going to be on getting these other albums out there. Um, then there's talk about um, having another genre. And that does not mean necessarily um, pushing fantasy away. I think fantasy is here to stay. Um, that's going to be something we're always going to be releasing tracks for. But um we might be also working on sci-fi. Uh, more on that later. We're trying to figure out the logistics um, of uh, bringing that in. But for those of you who like, for example, the Fantasy Flights, um, Age of Empire, 
or Edge of the Empire, I'm sorry, or Age of Rebellion, uh, you might have some cool stuff looking uh, to look forward to it. Um, and then lastly, uh, just really making sure that we're, again, keeping our ears to the gaming community and uh, laying down the framework for the next uh, pipeline for Fantasy Audio, seeing what you guys want. Awesome. That makes me very excited to pay attention to what you guys are doing and stay tuned in to the Battle Bards channel. And even if the next step is a different genre, is a different type of audio support, with those mixing board tools, you can always rip apart these new tracks and apply them to any game you're playing. So just because you buy Fantasy World 101 album doesn't mean you're not ripping those tracks to pieces and putting them into your Call of Cthulhu game or Shadowrun game. That's absolutely true. Yeah, you're spot, you're spot on. <laughs> That's right. And let, let's be honest here. When, when we're uh, preparing a game, as a GM, we we are wanting to tell a story. We are wanting to build a world. And I think part of the thrill we get is really creating this environment to play around in with our players. Whether we actually write the whole story out and prepare things, or whether we go completely opposite, start from nothing and build a world with our players, or anywhere in between. The thrill comes from seeing these things come into existence and spring to reality. So not only does the audio support of Battle Bards make that reality one more step real, but Battle Bards is also another world to play in. It's another way to get that thrill of creativity. When you listen to a track that is a, I don't know, a, a dwarven uh, temple track from that album, listen to really what you're you're hearing. Break it down. Pick out a sound that inspires anything in your game. And then with those mixing board tools, rip into it and Find that thing. Isolate those sounds. Let that be a hook. Let that inspire something. Figure out, oh, okay, this sound is kind of like this thing that I'm creating. It's a monster. It's a location. It's a giant robot war machine powered by a dwarven forge that's the heart of a volcano walking around. Who knows? <laughs> Just because there's not a track on the Battle Bards library that says, dwarven robot volcano forge doesn't mean you can't make it so what i'm getting at here i'm kind of rambling i'm so excited with battle bars in general <laughs> it's not just an audio track you purchase it's not just okay let's play the song that's the background to while we're playing this game no this is truly a suite of tools to make whatever you need for your gaming experience exactly and and it's not even just like hey um i can use this same you know this one section of this music track in various different campaigns or different types of games if you just sit and let's listen to the audio you'll be surprised in some of the other uses of it case in point we have a whole suite we have several albums or we have at least one massive album 
of sounds of people in chainmail being hit or just chainmail being hit. When I played that track to some other veteran GMs here at the Orange County Gaming Group, one of them said, oh, cool, you have the sound effect of a coin purse hitting a table. And I'm like, oh, crap, that fits perfectly. But no, it's actually, it was originally designed as, think uh, like war mace hitting chainmail. But if you were to open your, your mind to listening to a track beyond just what it's titled, you're going to be blown away at what else this stuff can do because it is so specific to gaming and because it has been designed in a very particular way, um, in a very modular way. As Caleb is recommending, uh, there's just so much you could put this uh, towards. And I was even thinking while you were giving your explanation, Caleb, like the Dwarf Temple track in particular, forgot which one it is. I think it might be the Soul Forging. Um, in the very beginning, it's kind of these baritone, uh, dwarven uh, chanting, like, you could actually just take that clip and you can insert that into almost anywhere just to have some solemn kind of moan or solemn chant. And that is going to be something that you can insert anywhere else. And you just literally took that, chopped that up from a music piece. And that is, I think, the best part about Battle Bards. The, the quality is amazing. The tools are amazing. The, the library is amazing. The fact that this is really an extremely unique product and service is amazing. But what is the best, in my opinion, is the freedom that you have given Game Masters to do anything with your product. Just like with any mechanical system, we're going to hack it, we're going to reskin it, we're going to make house rules, we're going to use the tools to do what we love to do in the best way possible. Battle Bards is just another one of those tools that we can use just to make our lives more fun, more interesting, and just better. Our games are going to be so much more fun now because we're not just hitting play on a track and adding in some music while we're playing. We're creating the sounds that fit our world, that we have built to play our game in. That's what Battle Bards is, and that's why... February 1st is such an important and very, very cool day. Exactly right. I can't wait for people to make their own stuff to see what other people do. In fact, we're so committed to seeing what other people can do. Eventually, a feature that we'd like to bring out would be kind of a, a featured mixes section where um, we allow GMs, players, anybody who's interested to earn a little bit of fame on their own and put together mixes using BattleBards audio and offer it up for other people to check out and possibly purchase and download. So, Caleb, you could be creating this cool mix of, you know, the, uh, I don't know, the restoration spell sound effect with a fireball spell and some voiceover in the background, something that's just killer. You put that up onto this featured mix section and everyone will know that's a mix that Caleb created. That is awesome. That's amazing. That's something I want. So we are super, super um, interested in what the community is going to do. Let just let them run wild. Um, and uh, in fact, we even want to promote it. That's really cool, Alex. In this day and age, the hobby is all about sharing. 
I mean, the internet is such a an important tool in this hobby because people around the world can not only share the hobby, their passion, their love for it, but share their ideas. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, social media is all about, hey, look at this thing I created. Let's talk about it. Of course, the internet always has its, its downsides, but in general, in a perfect situation, we are sharing what we love. So the fact that BattleBards is ready to embrace this community of users and let people step into the spotlight for a second, that's cool. Uh, so many video games nowadays have that kind of thing. Uh, an area, a forum for uploading user-generated content. Uh, th this is the kind of thing that sets BattleBards apart from anything else out there even remotely similar and proves that you are ready to stand the test of modern usage. You're ready to go to bat and say, no, we're cool. Look at everything we can do. Let let's go. We're We're ready. So I'm I'm expecting your name to be right up there on the leaderboard, Caleb, <laughs> when we do have that feature out, man, because you're getting me super jazzed about the stuff that you, I, I think some stuff that's already going through your head right now. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to want to download uh, some of the Caleb uh, library or some of the Caleb uh, albums when you, when you get to it. So you already got a fan right oh, here. Oh man, the gauntlet has been thrown. I need to learn how to do everything I'm talking about right now. <laughs> Love it. Love it. And yeah, and, and for those of you out there, um, uh, audio obviously kind of really is uh, at least so the, largely the purview of the GM, uh, at least when you're talking about soundscapes and music. But I was asked uh, on an interview some time ago, I was like, well, is this a tool only for GMs? And I mean, the, the, ser the service is being marketed that way. But um, at least in some of the ways that we'll use the audio at the gaming table, um, we also actually let players use the soundboard. And that might sound weird, but when you consider that sound effects are very easily integrated into the player experience, it starts to make a lot of sense. So give you a case in point, um, a mage who is who has a fireball spell as kind of their signature spell or they have, um, you know, evocation is just something that they do. A player could literally have a soundboard right then and there, and as the dice is rolling, as uh, turns are happening with one click, you could hear that player cast their fireball, and it won't be now so much, okay, the orcs take 12 damage, it'll be whoosh, boom, there sucker, freaking 12 damage right there, and you heard it, that orc's flat on his butt. Um, that even heightens the player's experience and contributes to the overall immersive experience for the entire game. Because now it's not just a GM doing all the sound effects and music. Now the players are getting in on it and fireballs are going, lightning bolts are flying, you know, uh, giant tree on plate mail sound effect is going for when the half giant uh, fighter goes into melee and you hear that crushing of the skull sound effect. I mean... Uh, yeah, dude. I, I'm sorry. That just gets. I guess start frothing at the mouth. Um. So getting getting the players involved is something that you guys might want to consider as well. Most likely just on the sound effect department. Probably don't want players firing off music or soundscapes, but sound effects on uh, in the players' hands has that potential of really bringing in more than one actor into this whole immersive audio experience. That is an awesome use of battle bards that even in all of our conversations I, I think i i knew it but i never really put that together 
So we could have every single player at the table kind of ready to go with his or her own signature sounds. Right. And and to keep it from like maybe getting too crazy, if, if, if you've got a sorcerer or a warlock who's just flinging Eldritch Blast like crazy, maybe it's like when a crit happens, like a special moment. And when you hear that fireball, you know, like, oh, crap, a crit just hit. Here we go. So it could both accentuate not just the immersive aspect of the game, but the excitement, the... The, the the visceral nature when you know when the fighter scrolls uh, scores that crit on the mall crunch bam you know you hear that really impact um i don't know i i think it, at least in the orange county gaming group that really has brought a whole new d- dimension to crits uh to special events uh, i'll also do it where like a bbg or a special npc that's joining they'll have some of their signature moves their signature attacks or spells have a sound effect to it and then the players know, like, whoa, so, something major is happening here. And it's kind of that audio cue. Um, but yeah, glad. It sounds like maybe that may, might be something that you'd be interested in as a player as well. Oh, absolutely. If I was sitting down and playing a game, I would love to have the soundboard at my fingertips with a, a couple signature prepared effects ready to go. Something Michael and I always talk about here on the RPG Academy is how to make a game immersive, how to keep that mood set properly. Because let's be honest, we all have crazy lives. We all have things pulling us 20 different directions. We are lucky if we can get an hour or two to sit down and play a game with our friends and family. Oh, yeah. So when I sit down to play a game, my phone is going to ring a dozen times. I'm going to have emails. I'm going to have alerts. I'm going to have so many things going on. And one part of me says, yeah, put the phone down, just play the game. So I, I think being able to say, okay, let's listen for the sounds. Let's not care about the ringing phone. Let's care about the fireball. Let's care about the healing spell. It, it, those types of noises are going to shut out the other distractions we all have good point and, and and caleb what if we merge these two ideas that we had hold, hold on a second dude whoa 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 whoa. okay caleb 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 let's bring the mixer into the player experience oh dude 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 dude, dude. <laughs> check it out like if you're playing in 3.5 or you're playing a, like a fighter in fifth edition just to use D as an example and you have like iterative attacks what if then players can can create their own combos so it would be like crunch crunch bam that are you know all these different types of melee sound effects that is like the signature combo that's really fun that is really cool or you have like a uh, like um uh like a sword sage or you have like an eldritch knight where you're mixing magic and melee and with the mixer you put like a magical effect undertone on 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 a melee hit dude <laughs> that's cool and that just again shows you how dynamic and powerful the battle bards tools are it's not just look through the library and find sword hit 1 sword hit 2 mage sword spell 1 mage sword spell 2 no you find the core pieces you pull them out of other tracks and you make them yourself. Like what I said earlier, you're ripping these tracks apart to the basic core Lego elements and reassembling them. 
you know, I'm thinking a lot of times I play a cleric class. I play a divine healer. I would love to be able to have a different spell casting sound ready for my cure spells versus my revive spells versus my cure poison spells. I think that'd be really cool. Oh, we got you covered there, bud. <laughs> and a little bit tangential, but not really. One of the debates that people always have is, okay, where where do we create the reality of the game versus the mechanics of the game? Hmm. If I'm playing a cleric, would I really say, I cast Cure Wounds and heal 12 hit points as a, as a character? No, that doesn't make sense. But what if, as a player... I just press the button on my soundboard that says... Wait, wait, wait. So so it'd be like, hey, Caleb, it's your turn. And then it's just boom, click, play? Right. Yeah. And, and so I don't have to say... I mean, realistically, yes. I'm going to say, mechanically, I, I healed you 12 hit points. But instead of taking that moment out of role-playing, when it comes to my turn, I can just say... I I raise my hands to the sky and utter a prayer to my patron deity and then click play. Here's the sound effect. Ooh. And everyone at the table knows that that means I cast a cure spell. So they can then react in character. Dude, dude, if you really wanted to just keep this in character, it'd be like the DM's like, Caleb, it's your turn. All right. May the light of the all father see you through this. And then you click play. So it's now just an absolute immersive experience. I mean, sure, you're going to have to at some point be like, all right, well, I, I, I hear you 12 hit points. But you kind of have, at least in the beginning, this unbroken role-playing moment that is a, a, you know, a bit of your own, your own style with the audio to support it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that is one of the most interesting tools of Battle Bards that... Uh, uh, that I've come across yet. And we've just been kind of riffing on this <laughs> in the past few minutes. So he here's the next logical question. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, I'm going to be going to the Battle Bards website, buying these albums and tracks, getting the soundboard, getting the mixer when I have uh, given you uh, uh, whatever that threshold of, of dollars are. Um, will I be able to access this stuff through a mobile device? Does the soundboard work on a, on a tablet or anything? Or am I going to need a, a PC or a laptop? Uh, I, ideally, I think it would be a laptop. But no, this is on the mobile. Um, we already have okay. some people that are using this on tablet. In fact, we just did a tech test on the tablet a couple days ago. Um, I think in the down the line, we're looking if if we have some measure of success here, we want to even create a dedicated mobile app. Um, but no, this this is being created completely cross-platform. In fact, I'm planning on taking my tablet um, to the next game when this goes live um, in order to not only do some testing, but get, get some of the audio in my game. So uh, no, you will be able to use your tablet. Um, I don't know how perfect that's going to be on launch day. I'm sure there's going to be some um, adjustments that we'll make going forward. But no, this was built to be cross-platform. Wonderful. And of course, something you can always do when you have... Uh, the soundboard and the mixing board, you can play around with all these sound effects and tracks on the mixing board and then load them into the soundboard and take that with That's you. That's right. You, you, you don't have to sit there and fiddle around with them. That defeats the purpose of what 
you want battle bards to be alex you want the gm to be able to play around at home as part of the prep work and then just hit click and play click and play as he or she needs it to be exactly right in fact we're not going to have this feature ready at launch but we're even going to have an offline mode so i could literally be here on my workstation or whatever working on a session all of a sudden boom three o'clock rolls around pick up my tablet doesn't matter if i get reception or not i i i get my whatever tracks i'm going to use or i pick up my laptop if uh, my friend's basement is so deep that there's just absolutely no signal who cares i have that audio ready to go i don't have to have an internet connection for it that's awesome and you know what guys con season is rapidly approaching imagine running a game at a con you pull out your laptop you pull out your tablet and you start dropping the sound effects into this game for the strangers you're playing with you just created an amazing con experience that they probably haven't experienced before yeah so someone's walking by your table and they just hear like whoa like what just happened yep and uh you know what convention season also means a catacon uh, a catacon 2016 happening this november i think it's safe to say that that uh, convention center is going to be pretty noisy and not just from us all playing games but from uh, spells being cast runes being chanted dragons blowing stuff up I'm looking forward to this uh, Akatacon even more now. Nothing would make us happier to just blow the roof off of the the, the poor place that you're going to have Akatacon this year. <laughs> well, with all the changes in the works, I, I think uh, a, a a noise element is going to be pretty damn cool. Uh, so, Alex, with everything that is happening, there is one more thing I want to talk about. And that is a uh, special partnership between the RPG Academy and Battle Bards. I am very, very proud and happy to announce that we are going to be able to offer listeners a special discount code through Battle Bards. So can you give our listeners a little bit of info about that? Uh, yeah. So um, I, I I don't have the uh, details with me. That's something... Uh, uh, that Kin, uh, one of the great minds here at Battle Bards, is spearheading. And by the way, let me just take a quick second. Ken, you really need to take a vacation sometime. Um, you are the man behind the curtain. A big shout out to Ken. Uh, Battle Bards would not even be close to uh, possible without the tireless efforts of that man. So Ken, uh, on behalf of everyone, thank you so much for everything you do. Um, let's have a great launch day. Um, so yes, um, this is premium audio, but at the same time, we know that extensive use of audio in gaming is something that could be very new or even intimidating to some GMs. So we want to work with um, the people who have really kind of supported us um, since day one, RPG Academy really being at the top of that list, um, to get some people to try try us out. So um, we've given uh, Caleb here uh, a couple of codes. Uh, which if you are a listener, uh, first of all, thank you for being a listener. Um, bug Caleb for some of those codes. And as you make a purchase, your your first purchase at um, Battle Bards, um, put in some of those codes and we're going to give you some free tracks depending on how much your first purchase is. Kind of as our way of saying thanks for giving us a shot. That is very, very cool. 
Uh, yeah, we are still working out the contract deals behind the scenes here, but uh, those links and codes will be available here very, very soon. And I am happy to say that as we move into 2016 and the RPG Academy gets back into the actual play podcasts that everybody loves so much, you will all absolutely be hearing Battle Bards take a uh, front and center part of our actual plays. I am working on uh, a pretty cool game, and there are some incredibly cool sound effects that I will be including that I'm super excited for. So you're going to be able to hear Battle Bards at work in our actual plays. You'll be able to take advantage of the discount code. And please, guys, head over to Battle Bards, check out their absolutely amazing products i cannot say more how impressed i am with battle bards how wonderful it has been working with alex and kin behind the scenes here this is such a useful uh tool you can do anything with it you can literally do anything in any kind of genre in any kind of game whether you are a gm or a player. This is an invaluable gaming tool to add to your arsenal. Thanks so much. And and guys out there, you know, um if um if you're not sure if this is your thing, awesome. That's that's totally cool. Again, you could preview the stuff before you buy. Um we also have some stuff on SoundCloud when our landing page goes out, you're going to be able to hear quite a bit of stuff. And um if all you do is just buy a couple of sound effects and download those and try those out in your games before you go into Hawk for this, awesome. Uh that that's a great idea. Um, again, we've given Caleb a couple of different codes to give you guys some ever-increasing amount of free stuff, depending on what you buy. And um, we're, we, we think it's a great idea to just try a little bit, dip, dip your toe before you dive in. Or for those of you who want to dive in, welcome. Uh, I think you're going to be very happy with what you got. Um, and you also have some uh, additional rewards to look forward to. And also know that whatever you get in uh, those BattleBard credits that you purchase... Um, you don't have to spend them all right away. Um, you could hang on to them as more albums hit the street, as it were, um, and just buy those whenever something really tickles your fancy. So um, as low pressure as I could make this out to be, it's just whatever you guys feel like trying out. That is a great way to wrap this up, Alex. Battle Bards is launching on February 1st. It is going to be a library of sound effects, soundscapes, dialogue, music, every sort of audio feature you could use in your gaming. It's going to be a mixing board feature so that you can customize and manipulate tracks to your exact needs. And it is a soundboard feature so that you can have the sounds that you need instantly available at your fingertips so that you are not taking time and attention away from the game that you are either playing or running battle bards is an amazing 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 tool the team is an outstanding group of individuals and i cannot recommend it enough alex thank you so much for spending time with me tonight as always i love talking to you thank you man it's my pleasure and caleb we've 
got to get you to record some of these uh, intros or tutorials because you're just nailing it. <laughs> hey, I am happy to help you out in any way that you need. So signing off from the RPG Academy, this is the Caleb G. Check out Battle Bards immediately. And thank you all for listening. I'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast, the flagship program of the RPG Academy Network. If you enjoy what we do here, then please check out the RPGAcademy.com and visit our site partners for additional entertainment and gaming advice. We do this out of love for the hobby and for you, our fans. The podcast and site content will always be free for you to enjoy and utilize. But we do have expenses related to the show. If you'd like to help out in any way, please visit patreon.com slash Academy and check out the rewards we are providing for your monthly pledges. We use all funds that come in to improve the show and give you better content and quality. And if you don't have the coin to spend, don't worry. You can still help us out in many ways. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. You can leave us a five-star review. Also, if you clear your cookies and you visit Amazon or the DriveThruRPG site through our portal, we get a small percentage of what you pay, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just like any RPG, our site works best with open lines of communication. We love talking with our listeners about everything. Please contact us with any questions, concerns, and comments that you have. We also love to hear feedback and experiences from your own games. You can email us via podcast at therpgacademy.com and reach us on social media, such as Facebook and Google Plus at The RPG Academy. But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co-host, The Caleb G, at The Caleb G. And you can find my favorite co-host, Michael, at The RPG Academy. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.